Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy. You're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, I want to share with you three simple improvements that you can be making to your website today so you get more customers in the long term. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. As we roll into today's episode, I wanted to share with you that it is sponsored by the Accelerate program. The Accelerate program is helping ergonomics consultants all over the world use modern marketing. And it's not just digital marketing. It's not just using ads. It's a variety of techniques and tactics that you can use today to get more reach for your services. Yes, I share the the tactics and the techniques, but I also give you time-saving resources so you, yes, you, you can focus on delivering your services, whether you love doing trainings or assessments or consultations or just doing chair fittings for your customers. You can focus on those revenue-generating activities without being on the marketing hamster wheel that exists out there. Last week, I took my three kids swimming at a pool by our house. And this is the perfect story to represent today's podcast because it was a hot day. I had just been in the sun with the kids for a number of hours and I realized, holy moly, I have to get some fuel. So we stop at the gas station. There I am, pumping the gas. My three kids are in the back of the truck. We're chatting. It's hot. We're just trying to get through this and get home. What do you know? Another person comes on the other side, and he's pumping his car full of fuel. He starts talking to me, and I like to consider myself a friendly person. I love where I live, and I like to make friends and contacts because there's not a lot of people that live here and there's going to be people that know each other. I live on this island called Prince Edward Island. Absolutely love it. If you've never visited, highly recommend that you do so. So here I am talking to this gentleman. He asks me random questions. I say, yeah, um, I don't know if I, how good my gas is, how good the gas is on uh, the cars with gas, (laughs) excuse me. I say, yes, it could be a six-cylinder. Maybe it's a four-cylinder. I have no idea. Um, It's okay in the snow. I don't know. Here I am answering these random questions. I had no idea what angle he was coming from. So the conversation dies down. Um, I give him all the uh, the answers of how the car drives and I'm in the winter and I get my snows on, so it's not that bad in the winter. And I said to myself, oh, this is a friendly guy. We're just killing time talking about gas, talking about our cars. 
So in the lullaby, I say to him, oh, what kind of car do you drive? And that's when he sheepishly looked at me and he said, he drives an Impala. Looking at his car, I realized it's an older car. So I'm thinking to myself, why was he asking me these questions? It's only then he brought up the point that he was looking for a car like this for his partner. And he was wondering whether or not the type of car, the SUV that I drive, would be good for her. Light bulb goes off for me. Oh my gosh, if you had only told that to me in the first part that we were chatting, then I would have been able to tailor my message to fit you. And that's when I realized that so much of marketing is really life, isn't it? If you can say who you're speaking to, what you're talking about, you'll be able to get so much more valuable information. And that is the long-winded introduction to what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about three simple improvements that everybody should be making on their websites. And I'm saying this out of love because I have seen these mistakes made by other ergonomics consultants who are clearly trying to look for leads on the internet. And I don't say this as a way to belittle someone for taking action on their on their business because I truly believe that when you're stepping out and doing things that perhaps you're not the most comfortable with, you are going to make some mistakes. Hey, look at this podcast. It is not perfect, but I hope I lead by example as I'm putting myself out there and I'm inspiring you to do so too. It's more that there's opportunities for improvements that I see. This person is doing Facebook ads, running traffic, paying for traffic for uh, a website. And you know what? They're not asking for the email. And that's the first thing I want to talk to you today. Landing pages. Before I can even jump into what a landing page is, we all have to pick who we want to serve. When I do consultations, and I don't do too many of them these days, my focus has always been human resources or corporate clients. There's many reasons why I love working with HR. Some of it includes that I do have extensive experience when I've worked for workers' compensation boards, and I understand the impact of injuries, how much these types of injuries cost to the employer, whether or not it's time loss. So I understand how a workers' compensation claim works. On the flip side, I've also worked in an internal department doing both return to work occupational injuries and ergonomics. So I understand internal processes, policies, the sheer organizational grit that's required for return to work and prevention with ergonomic services. And there's a lot there. It's a system of constant checks and balances of internal and external communication for both proactively and reactively. So you're talking to clinics, you're getting functional information. At the same time, you're managing expectations and communicating processes to internal supervisors and managers so they know what to do when there's any sort of discomfort. And on top of that, you're doing a lot of ergonomics assessments and, and 
trying to get to as much as the population as possible. It takes a lot of time, and it's oftentimes it's not just a silver bullet that can get into these organizations with ergonomics and fix the whole organization. But you can position yourself for, I guess, low-hanging fruit and cultivate that relationship. And that goes into the second thing, or technically this will be the third thing about human resources, is that it's a long-term relationship. And I understand that not everyone enjoys working with human resources. Perhaps you're a type of person that just wants to work with injured workers. Maybe they come into your clinic already and they say they need a little bit of help. So you can go out and communicate with the employer on that perspective or the client on that perspective on how to move forward and get them the ergonomic assessment that they need. And you can navigate that. There's a lot of potential there. Either way, it's a lo- about a long-term relationship. Personally, because I work with HR and corporate clients for such a long time, I know my statistics. And I know for a fact that there's going to be workers' compensation injury or aches and pains at some point in time. The slogan that I say about this is that it's not a matter of if an injury is going to occur. It's a matter of when. So I know what I do has to be for the long term for these clients because it's consistent relationship building that will work not only for that specific client, but because the way HR and corporate work, they all talk. So I can, if I can provide excellent customer service or when I provide excellent customer service, there's going to be such upside for referrals. So I don't have to make that investment to get a new client. And the whole reason why we're doing this online approach is that it's another avenue that you can get the eyes and the attention of your ideal client. All right. So not everyone is going to be um, listening to media press releases or they're not all going to be on LinkedIn when you cultivate relationships there. It could be that um, they catch an, a link and they're sent to their your landing page. And again, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is that we want to reflect what's on our landing page to our ideal client avatar. And I'm just sharing why I enjoy working with HR so, so much. One last thing I want to say about this is that when you're cultivating a relationship, the purpose of this, of a landing page and a couple other resources I'm going to share with you, is to transform that prospect into a lead. Yes, they're still technically a prospect, but they've given you their email address and they're in your world. This is something that is really important to note that we have to cultivate that relationship. Online business and online marketing can sometimes feel like it's passive in a way, especially if you ever see those young gurus out there that are on running ads and they're they're just saying that they've they're millionaires and they make so much money and they live at the beach and they don't do any work at all. Well, it's not been in my experience. I spend time cultivating that relationship. So I, I, I share case studies and testimonials and what my process is and why my process is so unique compared to others. 
what my results are, what my services are, how I can help my clients. Uh, you can deliver this through phone or your or email. Of course, it doesn't matter as long as you're sending this a message out. And the best way I think to send it out is email, because um, at least in the beginning parts of a relationship, you're giving them that opportunity to look at it at their time, and there's absolutely no pressure. So you want to be providing your ideal clients value, and by value I mean value to enhance their day-to-day. And this value is huge and it is absolutely reflective on who your ideal clients are. So I gave the example human resources and corporate clients. That's who I love working with. On the other hand, perhaps you just want to work with entrepreneurs, maybe female entrepreneurs. Maybe you just want to work with injured workers who come into your clinic and they're your clients. Whatever's on your landing page must be reflective of what they want. And it's going to be completely different based on their needs, wants, and desires. What is usually pretty good to start off a relationship is to give them some sort of freebie. Was it a free PDF? A free consultation? By consultation, I don't mean a free ergonomics assessment, I mean a 15 or 20 minute call based on who your end client is. Or maybe it's a free training geared more at corporate HR. I have used all of them and they all work depending on where your scope is and who you want to serve. And that's a good thing, right? It gives so much opportunity and abundance out there and how you want to structure your business. I think it should be interpreted as a very fun thing. So we're talking about something free you want to give your ideal clients so they want to opt in to a landing page and as a result, you give them said free thing for an exchange of their email. And coincidentally, if you are looking for an example of how this works, head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. I have a specific landing page geared to ergonomics consultants and healthcare professionals who want to learn more about marketing. So here's the thing. I'm coming up with a really nifty new PDF really soon that talks about all these opportunities for marketing ergonomics. It will be up really soon. So if you subscribe to that landing page, Not only will you be on the newsletter, but you'll also get this amazing freebie. So did you see what I did there? I hope what I said there really got your attention because this is what you're supposed to be communicating in your landing page. And again, the reason we want to entice that person to such a degree to give us their email address is that you get them on your email list and then you have the warm lead and that's where the real work begins that's where the consistency in your newsletters or your blog posts or however you want to structure your value that's where it comes from and there's there's really no right or wrong answer here another improvement opportunity that i have seen Not very many websites focusing on ergonomics consultations are doing is one with the exit pop-up. What this means, 
and you can stack these so you can have a landing page combined with an exit pop-up. When your user does it automatically put in their email address and they scroll with their mouse back up to the top of the page looking to leave the page, that's when it triggers an exit pop-up. And it's very simple to get these on the back end on your website. If you're using ConvertKit or any of the other email management systems, they'll have it real easy for you. But it is something that can enhance your conversions. The next thing I want to talk about is a pop-up. A pop-up is almost like an exit pop-up, but a pop-up is something that just automatically pops up on your website based on either two things. The amount of time that goes by, maybe there's five or 10 seconds, or the amount of page that that person scrolls down. So if they're looking at your services, or if they're looking at a specific blog post. The best thing for um, a pop-up after a certain period of time is to have a pop-up geared along the same lines of what you're talking about on that page. For instance, if you're going to have a pop-up on your services page, probably the best one would be, hey, let's get on this quick consultation call to find out what your organization needs most or find the best ergonomic services out there. That is a huge opportunity to have a slight tweak to improve what you're already doing to get a better conversion rate. And that leads me into the very last point I want to talk about today is conversion rates. As someone who's running a website, are you able to actively see the amount of people who see a pop-up or a landing page and then see the percentage of success? Because based on that, and success means anywhere between 20 and 30, that's the industry standard. So of the percent of people who saw it, 20 to 30 per people percent are opting in. Above 30 is even more magical. <laughs> so on that page, are you getting those types of conversions? If it's below 10, that means something's not quite right with your messaging or your offer of freebie. So that is a major area of opportunity. And you almost have to treat this like you're a scientist in your own marketing, in your own business, so that you can actively stay on top of this and try to get that, that opt-in percentage above 30. So there you have it. Three simple improvements that I think you should be doing right now on your website. They're all low-hanging fruit. So I have a question for you. Which one will you be doing first? Ideally, you want to stack all of these, but you have to start somewhere. So what do you think? A landing page, an exit pop-up, and or a pop-up after a certain period of time. What do you think? Last but not least, I want to shout out you. This is a long episode. And really, these are the subtle improvements that we all can be doing to ensure that the ergonomics profession is where it should be. Because as we all know, there's people that need our help now. And ensuring that you're handling the marketing of your business is the best way to do it. Until next time, thanks again so much, everybody. 
and I'll talk to you soon. So if you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo, and you can get started today.